This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. Now it's time to get all soapy because my favourite bubbly soap dish, David Georgeson, is here from Insight Soap Magazine. Hello, David. Good afternoon. How are you? Oh, I'm very well, thank you. I'm very good. Um, all the better for speaking to you because we have got a lot to talk about today uh, with the soaps. They're all uh, pretty hot at the moment. Mm, they really are. Lots of um, breaking news happening at the moment as well. Yeah. Oh, oh, is there? That I don't know about. I think there might be, actually. Yes. Two things from EastEnders. So we can move on to that when we talk about EastEnders. Oh, fantastic. OK, I can hardly wait. Um, listen, let's start off with Emmerdale then. And uh, this is something I was not expecting. Uh, Tess being uh, the, the victim of a hit <laughs> and run. She's dead. <clears throat> Right, do you remember, so I, I'm clearing my throat here, sorry to talk about this, I do apologise everybody, but yes, if you remember last week, cast your minds back to last week, do, do you remember all those times I kept saying, tune in tonight, you have to watch tonight, make sure you tune in tonight, Jill, this was because I knew what was coming up, but I wasn't allowed to tell you, so every, in the future now, if I ever say, tune in tonight more than once or whatever day it is you'll know there's something big about to happen in the soaps that would be my clue from now on right okay i'm totally genned up on that now (laughs) thank goodness yes i did watch um on your say so because i was so curious because you did mention it a couple of times but um you know kieran obviously uh, he's knocked her over he was drunk he's fled the scene and he's now fled emmerdale is that him gone for good or will we see him back doesn't it yeah it looks that way because he can't really come back now he's killed somebody can he unless he wants to face justice but yeah it's it's looking that way now kieran has passed form in this regular emmerdale viewers will know this down it goes all the way back to very early last year when he actually ran over moira barton for a while moira dingle now um and then he almost um, ran over brenda fairly recently as well so yeah it's paul tesser actually became his his victim in the middle of all this and yeah where's where does this leave paddy is the big question well, exactly. Um, I, I think in terms of Kieran, he's needing a little refresher course uh, when it comes to driving. But in terms of Paddy, I mean, obviously he he kind of went to the funeral uh, the other day. Now we left it last night with Rona finding the order of service in his uh, his bag or his jacket or something, and uh, we also saw I was going to call her Gainer Faye. What's what's her name again? Megan. Megan coming in and, um, you know, saying something about Paddy being at the funeral. Now, is Rona just thinking that that Paddy is having kind of post-traumatic stress here? Because obviously he was he was there when he she practically died in his arms. Um, or is she kind of putting two and two together? Well, this is the thing, isn't it? I mean, Paddy's reactions to everything that's been happening must be very, very strange to Rona's eyes. Um, and yeah, she must. She's not stupid, is she? She must put two, two and two together. And there's absolutely no way this can stay secret for much longer, is there? So uh, yeah, um, what, what's going to happen next is the big question. Paddy, had better watch out. Absolutely. Now, somebody else that better watch out is uh, Nickel, because I don't think that um, Layla is, I don't think she's 100% sure, although I think she's trying to convince herself that she is, even though she's asked him to marry him. I'm not sure Layla knows what she wants out of life, to be honest. And I'm not sure that getting involved in the Sharma family is the best idea either, frankly. I mean, we all I mean Nickel's great. I mean, Nickel, you know, he's 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 the calm person in that family. He's the one who you can rely on. But yeah, I mean, having someone like Jay around as well, I mean, that's never gonna end well. 
No, it definitely isn't. Um, I tell you what doesn't seem to be boding well or, or <laughs> it doesn't seem it's going to end well either. Gabby, she is a little horror. What are those scouse brows all about? Absolutely, yes. And Gabby's going to be causing a lot of trouble now. She's had a very turbulent childhood, of course. No sign of that ending in the slightest with everything that's happening in her family at the moment. She's got a mum, of course, Bernice, with this marriage that she's got herself into. Goodness knows where that's going to end up. And then her poor dad, of course, Ashley the vicar, he's got vascular dementia, which is not going to go away. So what is going to happen to poor Gabby is the big question. Of course, they've just found out as well that, that Laurel is actually pregnant. So um, I don't know if there's going to be problems That's there. That's another big yes. in the works, absolutely, yes. Yep, definitely. Okay, listen, let's move over to Coronation Street. Now, I what I'm not understanding right now is the fact that Carla is kind of being almost blackmailed now by um, Tracy. But all Carla has to say to Tracy is, well, if you open your mouth, I'm going to tell Robert that, that you already know. Because Robert doesn't know that Tracy knows about them having a wee fling. Yeah, this is the thing. I mean, it's but Carla is in, you know, she's in a lot of pain at the moment, and you know, things aren't really kind of really making sense for Carla at all. She's not used to being on the back foot either, and yeah, it's it's a tricky one. I, I do feel for Carla at this stage now, and uh, yeah, Trace is really tightening the screws. I can see where Trace is coming from for once, to be honest with you, because if I was in that position, I'd be a bit annoyed as well about what Robert had done. But at the same time, Trace is going to play this role that's worth. I mean, where is it going to take her? We all know that uh, Carla's leaving in the next few weeks. And I mean, how on earth is it going to end? I don't know. And, you know, I, d I don't think Nick's leaving, though, is he? As far as I'm aware, Nick's not going anywhere, no. But I could be wrong. They do like to spring surprises on us in Soapland these days. Yes, they don't have. They do not have. Um, OK, what is this Sally standing for? You know, she's up for election. Counselor, yeah. Counselor. I mean, honestly. I quite like this, actually. It's... I quite like someone like Sally in charge. He'd <laughs> be great. Sally as Lady Mayor would be absolutely brilliant. She could follow in Audrey Roberts' footsteps. It would be fantastic. Oh, it, it, you know, it, she's just that kind of character that, um, you know, there's something about Sally that is so irritating but so watchable. Um, she's so good. She really, really is. I think that's the thing about Sally because we've known her for so long now, you know, since the early 80s. And she's just one of these characters that's developed over the years. And, yeah, she could... In, in, in any other show, she could be really annoying, but in Coronation Street, she's absolutely fantastic. And I'd quite like to hang out with Sally in real life. I think she'd be absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I think she'd be good fun, actually. Um, listen, what is this? I, I'm, I'm feeling that there's something going to be happening around this uh, Chesney and Sinead thing. Now, Sinead is doing a bit of modelling at the moment, but I don't know why. I'm getting a bad feeling about this. Well, yeah, modelling never equals anything good in soap, does it? Yeah, but this is this is <laughs> Sinead and Chesney that we're talking about here, so it could all it could all go quite right for them as well. But yeah, um, Sinead as a model is uh, is quite interesting now, isn't it? She's been some one of these people who's always been behind the scenes, making the dresses, doing all the seamstress stuff in Underworld, and now she's getting a chance to shine in the limelight. Now I remember 
a good while ago when um, she first came into Chesney's life that she ended up wearing the same dress as um, Katie Armstrong, who obviously Chesney has a child with. And and we all know that uh, Georgie May Foote is very, very glamorous in real life, just done strictly, of course. And Sinead is not that she is quite actually very glamorous in real life, if you've ever seen her out and about. But in the show, obviously, is not as much in, in that way inclined at all. And when they wore the same dress, Sinead almost had a fit and had to take it off because she couldn't stand looking like that. So, yeah, Sinead in the world of glam modelling now, I'm not quite sure it's going to work. No, there's something a bit odd about it. i tell you what there's something odd about it as well. Phelan, now he's making a play for oh. Eileen. Um, is she going to fall victim to his horror? I don't understand the charms of feeling at all. I don't understand why all these people suddenly like him and the way he's carrying on. And he's out and out evil. And I'm definitely anyone with any sense would be Team Anna on this one, of course. And I feel so sorry for Anna in all of this, having to stand by and watch it. Yeah, and it it certainly looks like Eileen's going to get sucked into this trap at some point, isn't she? Silly, silly, silly woman. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, it's going to tear her and Michael apart as well. Do you think Michael will ever go back to Gail? I like that couple. I think Gail would quite like Michael to go back to her. But yeah, I think Michael can't really forgive her for what happened with Andy, stroke Gavin. And I don't know. I mean, I think Gail, if, if when all the stuff about Callum eventually kicks off whenever that's going to be I have no idea Gail's going to need all the support she can especially with the realisation that she's been sleeping on top of a corpse for all this long but uh, yeah I think she's going to need people like Michael in her life so hopefully they can be reconciled at some point Oh, let's hope so. Okay, let's talk about EastEnders now. And, uh, oh, I don't really know where to start with EastEnders, Well, I've got my news. I'll start off with my news, first of all. So we've got two. First of all, the character of Johnny Carter has been recast and he's heading back to EastEnders. Now, Johnny obviously is Mick and Linda's youngest son. Well, actually, he's not the youngest son anymore because they've got the baby, haven't they? But um, he, he was the youngest son for quite a while. Went off um, about just over a year ago to go travelling around Italy with his boyfriend, Gianluca. He's been over there. Now, when Mick and Linda got married at New Year, they went off to Italy on honeymoon and spent some time with Johnny. So it looks like he's getting a bit homesick and he's going to be heading back. Um, the person who is playing him is a new person. It's not the same person before called Sam Stry. It's an actor called Ted Riley who appeared a couple of weeks ago in Call the Midwife and apparently he's very, very good indeed and everyone loves him in EastEnders so he's going to be great. Uh, So that's the first piece of news. Second piece of news is that Dominic Treadwell-Collins who is the producer of EastEnders has said he's leaving the show. Now Dominic has done so much in that show over the last couple of years since since he took over. Obviously the whole stuff with Lucy Beale being murdered, um, the Carters themselves are coming in and the way they've developed and so many different things have happened in that show that's been down to him so yeah um, the person who's taking over is a guy called Sean O'Connor who has worked in EastEnders before well back in the in 2001 I think it was but at the moment he currently works on The Archers if anybody listens to The Archers quite a different show obviously from EastEnders but yeah uh, so that's a big piece of news for EastEnders oh my goodness that isn't half huge news I mean why is he going why is he going 
Um, he's had a couple. It's been two and a half years since he's on the show now, and yeah, he's. Uh, he, he's. He, I think he's. Uh, uh, the thing about being a producer of EastEnders is it's a really, really difficult job, and you're in constantly in the limelight, and you've got to keep coming up with loads of different things. And I think for a lot of these people, they do spend a couple of years doing the show, and then they like to move on to other projects. You know, things that aren't week in, week out, completely intensive with you know media scrutiny on your all time. So I think that is. I, I have no idea what Dominic's going to do next but it'll be very interesting and I think it'll be very exciting whatever he does move on to absolutely well it's interesting that Johnny's been cast as a different character I wonder why the original character is not coming back because he was a good well, reactor anyway well Sam, Sam has actually spoken about it who used to play him and said that he he, he likes what he did in EastEnders but he wasn't really cut out for being on a show continuously so Sam obviously wanted to move on to films and to do stage work and he has done that he appeared in Silent Witness at the start of this year and is also apparently doing a couple of films as well I can't remember which ones they are but yeah so he's been working on and off and doing lots of different things and yeah he, he and he's apparently um given his approval to Ted Riley coming in as as Johnny so yeah everyone seems very happy Brilliant. Well, speaking of Johnny, now, obviously, um, you know, when he was around, you used to catch Johnny and Ben kind of looking mm. at each other, you know, little glances. Now, obviously, we see that um, it's Paul, isn't it? Paul and... Paul Cokey, yeah. Yes, and uh, Ben, you know, had this kind of love affair. It looked like they were going to, you know, walk off into the sunset hand in hand. Now, Abby has announced she's pregnant. There is no baby. It's just... <laughs> It's a horrible story. It's a horrible story. Oh, Abby, 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 Abby. I, I quite like Abby and Aunt Babe together. Actually, they're both they're both really conniving, but absolutely clueless. The pair of them at the same time. It, it's quite painful to watch, but absolutely brilliant. Uh, Coronation Street usually has a monopoly in unlikely partnerships, but I think EastEnders has really stolen the march on this one. They are fantastic together. I really enjoy watching them. I actually think she sounds a bit more Cockney than usual, Abby. Do you know? <laughs> Perhaps she does, yeah. She's very posh in real life, actually. Very, very well spoken. But yeah, um, I do feel sorry for Abby, I have to say. But yeah, she's completely, she's just not looking at the bigger picture in this one at all. And she doesn't realise that if she walks away from Ben now, then she will have a much better chance of a happy life than sticking with somebody who really isn't into her. And I just wish someone could get that through to her absolutely oh dear well listen that's all we've got time for unfortunately honestly i need to have a soap hour with you david we need to get a soap hour together but uh, listen yeah. thank you so much for joining me today it's always a pleasure to catch up with you and of course the fabulous new issue of inside soap magazine is out so if you can get it then do it's on the shelves now you can also take a look at the fully accessible website which is insidesoap.co.uk Mr David Georgeson from Inside Soap magazine you have a fabulous week and we'll speak to you again very soon here on Insight Radio Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio For more podcasts check out insightradio.co.uk